0: I'm going to
1: of you. Do, <laughs> um, um, okay,
0: do, do, we do, 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 do,
1: Yes. Welcome yes. to One Foot on the Grounds Terror Tuesday Double <laughs> terror.
0: <laughs>
1: Featuring Carnival of Souls from 1962. 1962. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Peeping Tom. 1960. Ooh.
1: Uh, First up is Carnival of Souls, which actually, um, for the record peeps out there with the Criterion Collections, uh, PB Tom has been on the collection before it has a spine number, Uh, I believe it's 58 and Carnival of Souls is either number 60 or 60-something, like 63 or something. It's pretty close to Peeping Tom on the collection. So they thought about these pretty close. And on IMDb, if you you look up... I, I know for a fact, if you look up Peeping Tom, this is a suggested movie that you may also enjoy.
0: Oh, right on. Isn't that
1: funny? So we paired these pretty well together.
0: Yeah, I mean, they were both movies ahead of their time they were not well received back then but now they are uh huge uh
1: cult following like inspirations yeah yeah Yeah, actually both of them Mm -hmm. both of them are um were highly influential i think i would say probably carnival of souls a little bit not more so than peeping tom but i think because peeping tom had been censored and not shown we'll get into that but it you know like that whole thing i think maybe it it kind of didn't get to inspire people the way that it should have if that makes sense i think that it would have inspired more i think psycho kind of took over and inspired people correctly as it should have i mean you know what i mean like because they were the same year right i think
0: yes they were peeping tom came out two months prior to psycho
1: yeah and psycho kind of took its glory took away (laughs) peeping tom's glory for real It really did uh but we'll get into that when we talk about peeping tom but for now let's talk about carnival of souls
0: so um what is it about ashley it is about a woman who and um I'm going to I'm going to tell my perception a woman who dies in a drag race that she did not consent to no. she was just a passenger no, she in this did car not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh she um she kind of like rises back to the world of the living uh where she gets a lot of attention they're like how did you survive like <laughs> you no, were down there know. for 3 hours <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh, she, uh, she wants to get away from it all, goes to Utah, um, and she, you know, tries, tries to walk amongst the earth because she doesn't think she's dead, uh, but then there's some ghouls coming about trying to bring her back. They're like, uh-uh, Missy. <laughs> <laughs> so she's just, like, running from her her own death, I would, I would say. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. Um, she eventually gives in, and mm-hmm. goes along with this carnival of sales. Um, and then they yes. discover when they finally drag the car out. That happens at the end, right? When they finally drag the car out of the, the river.
0: Yes. All, like, all right. So in the beginning... There's this there's this drag race. There's two dudes in one car and three women in the other. And they're like, "You want to like race up to that like telephone pole?" They go well beyond many a telephone poles <laughs> and they go down a bridge. <laughs> and which they both fit fine, but like the woman driver hooks a right and topples right off. And then when the police officers are there trying to fish out the car, the guy is like throwing a hook into the lake or like the river, just like, just throwing this like, I don't know. It's like smaller than what you would imagine Batman using to scale the side of a building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and they're like, it's gonna take a real long time to find this car. Are you sure it's down there? And I was like, that seems like a really inefficient way to look for a really big object in this river
1: i mean you could have just sent divers down there but whatever i mean
0: like anybody got goggles yeah seriously
1: (laughs) anybody want to get in a speedo and
0: dive on down there
1: that would have been hot they should have done that bunch of dudes in speedos (laughs) getting the car out now that would have been a good film um, <laughs> it would have been like
0: have been something like, different entirely it
1: would have been like a Derek Jarman film just like slow motion of men in the water with their speedos
0: yeah that. and then she'd come up and she'd be like oh I am dead oh, aren't I <laughs> yeah this
1: is just totally not my scene uh, <laughs> anyway so she once she's out of the water You know back Mm -hmm. to the living life that she's living or whatever well she's she is an organist and she works in an organ factory testing organs to make sure that they work my guess how fun i mean can you imagine being that being your job like that's freaking awesome uh i mean i can't play an organ but i'd learn if i could get paid for it uh (laughs) (laughs) um and they actually did i mean obviously they used an organ factory for it um a lot well let's um hmm i was just going to talk about her her character like she's very kind of angry throughout most of it and just kind of like don't you dare well not angry i maybe that's not the correct way to explain her character she's
0: I dug her character. So no, I. Much.
1: I mean, I liked her, but I thought, like, she's just so. Well, I guess maybe she's just too modern for them. I don't know.
0: I would. Uh, yeah, I would. I would say that because there's like. I liked that she was. Uh, she ended up getting a job playing an organ for a church oh, in yes. Utah. Oh yeah.
1: I forgot to mention that. That's and, she. She was leaving her well, hometown. That's, yeah,
0: that's the next step.
1: And yeah, she went to a new town to um, to to do the organ work for a church, which was weird yeah. because she's not religious at all.
0: I dug that though. I no, dug I did and, too. It, and I, I bet did. during the time it probably wasn't something that like you know a person would could say freely. But she, but she the, did it anyway. The guy who was like relentlessly coming on to her like when he offered her booze for her morning coffee she was like oh no thank you like I shouldn't before work (laughs) and she told him that she plays the organ for a church and he was like oh I didn't realize I was like you know like you were a church lady I didn't know you were that way and she's like I don't have to like subscribe to their their standards in order to play the organ and I I dug that she was like bitch I can play this for money I don't have to like be a member of the church Hail to the no Girl, yeah. I can do what I want. Yeah, and he was like, oh, my.
1: <laughs> well, then why don't you swig a little and play on this organ?
0: <laughs> Dude, essentially, that, that guy was, like, not letting up. Like, oh no, he Talk did about not. He peeping didn't... Tom. She, He, like, barges into her room, and she's, like, in her robe, and she's like, could you, like, step outside for a moment so I can change? And he was like, The eyeballs peeping in.
1: That's fun. <laughs> um, yeah, she. Well, I was gonna say, um, production wise for this film. So, the filmmakers,
0: um, Harvey something, Harvey. It, it's um, it's it's like. I can't remember.
1: Harvey it, Hinkle. It's her. Her Harvey. Her Harvey? Yeah, I wanted is? to say Heck, heck Harvey. <laughs> heck Harvey. Oh, <laughs> oh Heck Harvey. Um, they worked. Well, the thing is, is I I think I read, or my brain came up with its own thing for what they did for a living. I thought that they worked at a like a um, industrial factory of some sort. But I mean, I was close. Industrial is in the title, but they worked for an industrial film company that would make um, what do you call it like uh, educational films yes educational films and like um, for your work like well maybe not then but sexual harassment films or something like like we have nowadays those cheesy ones that you always make fun of even though Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be taking it very seriously because it's sexual harassment um, which I mean, obviously you shouldn't sexually harass people, but those videos are a little ridiculous. Like, and besides, if a super hunky dude comes in for FedEx, I'm gonna say something. I don't care. No, I'm just kidding. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Show me your package, sir. I'll sign for it. Um, but anyway, they made those kind of films. I, like I said, I read it wrong, and I thought that this was like the only film they ever made, but. It turns out it was the only non-educational industrial film that they ever made. It was
0: the only feature film.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, it wasn't, like... It was the only film that would have been shown in a theater, not, like, in a classroom somewhere. Uh,
0: <laughs> they also did uh, theater productions, right? They, like, did stage performances as well. So there's a lot of, like, stage actors
1: I believe in so. This. I believe so. And I think the woman... The main actress i think she was the only one who was like a professional actor like she, she was yeah already a working actress but most of the people were just like people that lived in the town that they filmed um so but they basically were like they had seen igmar bergman films and i can't remember and i meant to look this up before we did this but they compared it to like igmar bergman and one other filmmaker that they wanted to make like maybe it was hitchcock i think it might have been hitchcock like they wanted it to look like a bergman film but feel like a hitchcock film actually i think i might have nailed that i think that's what that was but and i feel like they did a good job like i, I think that is kind of what this film feels like and looks like it's very well photographed for sure
0: it is very well photographed yeah um and i imagine um, that's because her harvey also like taught technical Mm-hmm. skills for that? Yeah. And I was like, "It's mm, nice."
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it really it, held, it holds up too. Like it's very well done. Yeah. Um it's also pretty damn creepy. Uh I remember the first time I saw this, I bought it on Criterion way back when it was a a double DVD set. Um and I believe I purchased it just like on a whim. Like I don't think I had ever I do that a lot with Criterion. Like, I'll just,
0: I'll, I'll like the cover. And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to buy that. That's a big spend <laughs> for a whim purchase. I know. Well, criterion is ne- usually pretty pricey. I don't think like, that I would. don't get me I would... wrong. I do the same. Huh? I said, don't get me wrong. I do the same. Yeah. Oh. Well, I used to when I had, like, a problem.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't do it much anymore. Um, I don't really buy a lot of films anymore these days unless it's something important, like, criterion federico or something like but um anyway i bought it on a whim and uh i loved it like the first time i saw it but it was also very creepy like i remember being like dang that dude is creepy oh because there's like a dude that's like haunting her basically
0: yeah the the head ghoul yeah that's her carby
1: i thought that was him yeah because they mentioned that he in like 1989 when they did like a re-release for this Mm -hmm. he would show up at all the press things in that makeup that's hilarious i was like that is amazing (laughs) (laughs) like thank you thank you thank you thank you for doing that um but anyway they they basically succeeded in making the film and they made it for very cheap it was like what 30
0: thousand or something like that i think yeah yeah they like did not get like permits or anything
1: no they (laughs) they did get permission for some things um they did for the bridge scene they paid the whoever the city i guess or whoever you pay for bridge use (laughs) (laughs) they they asked if they could do it and the bridge people whoever they are (laughs) The bridge folks were like, yeah, you can do that, but just, you know, you got to pay to repair what you messed up or whatever. So they basically paid $35 to replace the the wood that like, broke when they had the car go over it.
0: that's wild. I but imagine there would have to be somebody to like make sure that the bridge is still structurally sound. No, they didn't give a shit. <laughs> they were uh, like put those panels back up.
1: <laughs> oh, cars go over that bridge all the time. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they, they did that and then there was a couple other things that they did like um they shot at the the department store, which was a very famous part department store in uh, Utah in Salt Lake City. I can't remember what the name of it was, but they wanted to film there and they didn't exactly get permission, but they basically just paid, um, maybe that's who they paid $35 to, whatever the, the cost of things was pretty simple. Like it was that kind of shit. Like you're handing out 35 or $25 to people, (laughs) but they, um,
0: (laughs) Harvey was just like walking around with the thirty thousand <laughs> like, in a briefcase, just <laughs> ready to pay like some money? whenever somebody <laughs> asked questions.
1: <laughs> Here's some cash. Shut up. That was
0: thirty five dollars. Go buy yourself you? a
1: salami sandwich. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why, uh, but anyway, no, they they paid the the woman um, like working the floor, like the you know the woman the sales in charge woman? of the sales floor at the time that they were filming. They just paid her some money to be like, you know, pretend like you don't see us and we'll just do this real quick and go. So that's what they did for that. Um, I wanna say there was one other thing. Oh, they did get permission to use the pavilion for a week. They got like official permission to go onto the pavilion to film uh, and they had it for a week and it was super cheap, whatever it was. I can't remember that price, but, but they did have it for a week. Um,
0: I think that one uh was fifty dollars
1: fifty okay yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, hello, if I could pay these kind of prices, I'd make a film too, uh, especially a pavilion because that that was a very good location to do a film, and I think that's why they made the film in general was because they knew of all these locations that they could use because they've seen them because they drive by them all the time and they're like, hey yeah, we could totally yeah, make boy a movie.
0: saw the uh he saw the carnival or the Whatever, and was like, ooh, I want some creepy, like lost souls dancing on that. Let's make mm-hmm. a movie where it ends like that. Just like reverse yeah. engineered it. And they
1: did um they did film some other stuff, like there was uh ghouls coming out of the, the salt whatever flats, whatever they call that, the salt, salty muddy areas. <laughs> yeah Um, they filmed scenes of them coming out of there but then all of it was overexposed and they couldn't use the footage which is very sad um so there was a lot more footage of them actually coming out of the salt mud and approaching going through the prairie and then going into the the pavilion to start the dance that happened um so you don't see that part but um and actually the film was longer in its initial run but it was cut down to what seventy something minutes, and
0: I think that it's was seventy-seven. Seventy-seven.
1: Yeah. It was specifically um, for drive-in movie theaters because the drive-in movie theaters would show it if they were able to cut it down so they could show it more frequently, which was common. Like for you to have a shorter film, so it was easier to um, show to,
0: to book it. Yeah,
1: yeah, to book it. Like you, you know, show it as many times in a night as possible. So if it was shorter, you could do that. Um, which is why Dumbo was A big success for Disney And a money maker Because it was like what an hour So they shoved that thing In theater so many freaking times I'm like, Shows over <laughs> and over and over So the kids keep paying their quarters Get those quarters Get those nickels and dimes um,
0: That's a high turnover like yeah. a, like Like a showtime turnover
1: Yeah Well Dumbo saved them Disney we're not talking about Disney right now but Dumbo did save the the company because it was so short and it was so well liked because Fantasia almost bankrupted everything they were like we need a short money maker put out that Dumbo movie quick uh, but anyway um, overall I just I love the film I think it's fantastic um, the ghouls are sufficiently creepy. Um, what do you have to yeah. say about it?
0: I like I liked the <laughs> I really enjoyed the ending of the film. I loved the character, uh, what was her name? Mary? Yes. I want to say Mary. the, the mm-hmm. dead woman. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> dead lady. She like wanted nothing but to like live her life and to not be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> and she, like that's... that other That other lodger, that dude that kept coming up in up in her room. And she's like, no, he's like, well, come on. And she's like, no, the amount of times that woman said no, and was just like, can you please go? Can you please get out of my room? Can you please go? Can you please get out of my room? And it's like the the (laughs) 60s. So, you know, she's being as polite as possible with uh, without him calling her. I don't know. Um, but then she, Richard. like, has her breakdowns <laughs> in front of, like, <laughs> I guess a psychologist. <laughs> like, when she, like, sees a, um, the ghoul out out in the streets, out in the park, and she, like, starts running. And uh, she gets stopped by a psychologist. And he's like, come on now, don't be hysteric. Let's go to my office and talk.
1: And, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and all these people who, like, don't believe her. She not once was, like i'm a crazy person i've got to let it go she's like i know what i saw there's a man and i don't care who thinks i'm hysteric
1: <laughs> yeah he was he was also like always impossibly outside her window um
0: <laughs> like while she's driving yeah like like, <laughs> like the, like, the side <laughs> and i'm not
1: joking the visual image of that man like being there it freaks me out like i know it's a simple trick it's not i mean obviously we know how it's done do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but it's just like he visually was a very menacing kind of character like it was like oh god like not like grotesque or anything just like uncomfortably um i don't even know how to explain that uncomfortably attractive or something it was like oh oh my like yeah. don't be outside the window please And especially when the car is moving And he's not That kind of thing Or like he's looking straight through her second story window And like well how's he doing Yeah that? like
0: he's a vampire Like yeah, like just... uh, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie From the 90s Like just like hanging outside Like the windows just like floating
1: <laughs> I never saw that um, What? Yeah Jason was just watching that the other day though I and you didn't. A... I
0: went, you know that's a that's a conversation for off the pod. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a conversation for another day. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah. I the the creepiest one for me is when the woman finally lets up and she allows the her neighbor. Yeah. To um, take her out to eat or for a bev or something after work. Because she's like, okay, then I won't be alone. I don't want to be alone. You yeah. know, she doesn't necessarily like him. She just, like, desperately wants the company right now. Uh, and so when they come back and the guy's coming in and he's like, ah, like, you know, let's have, like, a nightcap or whatever. And she's like, nah, nah, dog, don't worry about it. Get out of here. And, like, he follows her into the bedroom. And she's, like, removing her jewelry or something. And she's, like, in front of her mirror. And the the head of the the ghoul comes and rests on her shoulder and oh she yeah she thinks it's the guy i was like ooh <laughs> super creepy yeah um, like that would be the worst
1: yeah she
0: i also I was about to fight the dude yeah <laughs> and it was the ghoul and she was like no never mind please stay and he's like no you're crazy
1: i also loved all of the the pavilion, uh, dance, um, scenes or whatever, like all the, the, the celebratory party, but it's very creepy. Like it's, it's well done. Like there's some, um, sped up footage. There's some, uh,
0: it's double like exposure. Down.
1: There's yeah, it's just, and some of it's shot well lit. Some of it's shot dark. It's just very, very, very well done. Very creepy. Um, it really, yeah.
0: it really uh, portrayed the vibe of uh, you're looking into like another like plane of existence.
1: Yes, yes. which I love. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, um, I like ghost um, stories so too, and I think if you can portray a ghost story this well, I just love that. I think it's fantastic. Um, what else was I going to say about this? So, George A. Romero cites this as being the uh, inspiration for Night of the Living Dead
0: that's really funny because neither of those movies uh but or both of those movies like failed to like set up their copyright properly oh yeah i was gonna bring that up too yeah yeah we were we were trying to figure out like oh where can we watch this it has it's just public domain you can watch it anywhere it's like yeah. all over youtube
1: <laughs> and this <laughs> and one in Amazon. particular is um it's sad that it's that way because they could have gotten away with it by just simply putting copyright on the film. Like they didn't actually have to register it that day or anything, but because they never put the actual copyright, like the C with the circle around it, copyright right. 1960, so-and-so productions. If you just put that on your film or anything that you do, like on your artwork or whatever, that's like a, it's like a... A deterrent? It's a, a, an agreed like, hey, don't touch my shit. Um, whether or not you actually copyright it or not, it's it automatically gives you the right to to own the copyright of it if you so choose. So you can um, I use it all the time on things that I haven't actually copyrighted because I'm like that's my shit don't fuck Spoiler. with me. Um, <laughs> I actually have I actually have copyright uh, wrote wrote copy wrote sent things to be copyrighted. <laughs> How do you say that? <laughs> I actually have done that before, and it's actually pretty simple. Um, But I can't remember when my copyright expired for those things. I can't remember. I mean, that was a long – it was like 1995 or something, so it might have already been up, but whatever. I I don't know how long it takes for a visual medium, though. I know.
0: Yeah, I know for like music it's like 20 years. Well, no, no, it's like 50 years now or 100 years. I think it's – 50 post-mortem. What is it
1: for – No, maybe never mind. I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of Prince. (laughs) That's a whole different situation. Um, But that's owning your master's, I think. It it took, um, what was it, 30 years for him to get the master's back for his things after the initial release? I think it was 30 years. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, which is pretty shitty. But whatever, Warner Brothers, assholes. Um, I mean, it's not like Prince didn't have the masters in his vault, but whatever. Warner he just Brothers.
0: couldn't uh, use them. He legally. just couldn't.
1: Yeah, he didn't own them. Yeah. Like, I'm using quotes, people.
0: <laughs> like he didn't own the rights. He didn't own the uh, rights
1: to it. I mean, he owned the rights to the copyright. So if, if somebody wants to... I mean, this is all copyright fun. But if you kind of like the Beatles. Beatles is a good example because all the Lennon McCartney compositions Michael Jackson purchased. So that's where it gets weird. So he doesn't own the masters to those songs, like somebody else does, like Apple Records or whoever has the masters. And they can put out a compilation of those songs because they have the masters, but they have to have permission from Michael Jackson to actually put the, so all those compilation albums like the anthology and um, the number one album that they did, all those things had to go through the, um, through Michael Jackson to get permission to actually release them. And then he got a profit off of it because he owned the copyright. So, or the publishing, maybe it's the publishing rights that he got. So does that make sense? So there's different,
0: yeah, you can you could be like you can have ownership of being a writer, you can have the ownership of uh, publishing and uh creation. Yeah, there's, there's like a lot of there's a lot of owners for one thing yes. a lot of times, especially yes. when we consider like big names in music. Mm-hmm. Like the producers own parts of those songs as well as the artists.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. So like the prince, thing, the prince thing like you can, you can he Warner Brothers could put out... They did. I mean, they put out collections of his work, like another hits collection, which he thought was stupid, but he's like, whatever. Just, you know, to... uh, Basically to um, uh, exhaust his contract with them, he allowed them to do it. He's like, just whatever, fine. Put out a fucking greatest hits. Like, I'll give you permission (laughs) to do so, because he had to. Like, he had to say, yes, you can do that. Um, Right. Because it was still his publishing I believe in it's copyright but they have the masters to put it out so whatever that kind of thing but um what was I gonna say about that I was going somewhere and I totally lost it
0: uh night of the Living Dead carnival of Souls both yeah, are public I don't domain know. I totally lost it
1: <laughs> I mean I know public domain with films is very interesting because I mean good Lord you There are so many that end up that way because with film, you have to um, renew the copyright so you can copyright it initially, but at a certain point. I mean, you said how many years? I don't know. I don't know how many it,
0: years. it it's always changing. I looked it up and it said, well, I was looking for uh, music copyright specifically, mm. even though we're a uh, film podcast
1: yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> we just we just told a lot about music <laughs> uh
0: the it's uh seventy years after the person's death, so like their family still can see yeah, I don't know how this works because I know but i i I imagine it would um be whenever the person registered for it you know yeah like i know disney's really
1: funny about their copyrights i think they specifically
0: don't they put it all in the vault (laughs) no
1: well disney's weird about it because they first of all they rarely put the copyright date on their product very rarely like you'll rarely like you'll see um on their boxes like of their releases it'll say 2007 release at the very bottom somewhere like so you know this was the 2007 release of Sleeping beauty or whatever it is but right the copyright is very rarely put on there and when it is put on a disney product it's always in roman numerals so it's like what i don't know what the fuck year that is that's who knows brilliant. what really so
0: that's so that's <laughs> fantastic it's what a way they don't want anyone to catch wise like if you want to like wait for their copyright to lapse Mm -hmm. and like swoop it out from under them, like people do with like website domains yeah they're like you better try it better be intentional
1: yeah you have to really come for it and i think they do that as a protection to kind of like kind of
0: uh what do you say Mm -hmm. what am i saying like to like to confuse people yeah
1: to not let you in on when it might lapse because what if they forget to copyright it again or renew the copyright, which has happened. So, um, and I was going to say, I know Stanley Donan, um, the copyright for Charade ran out and it had to have been pretty early. I I really wish I knew how many years I I should, I mean, you could watch the Charade uh, commentary. I'm pretty sure they say exactly when it was, but um, they forgot to, renew the copyright and all of a sudden it was just like in the public domain and everybody was releasing it and it was like
0: <laughs> oh shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it really did happen so if you i mean charade good lord i mean everybody was
0: yeah, making copies like, of sorry that about and, your luck <laughs> oh,
1: um fantastic film by the way but they um yeah so they they did i think he eventually was able to Re, re, re-copyright or something um, so now it's more secure. I think Universal might have stepped in and done something but, um, but there is a copyright on it now so you can't just like willy nilly release Charade but <laughs> you could at one point and it was like everywhere Like there are so many copies of Charade on DVD back in the 90s it was like all over the freaking place um, but Criterion was always the one that you wanted to own because theirs was the prettiest <laughs> and they were the first Blu ray, too. So it's like, yo, yeah, give me that blue, blue ray. Give me that blue, blue ray on that beautiful film. It's so yeah. pretty.
0: Well, yeah. So because this isn't copy written, or since this is public domain, and Night of the Living Dead, uh, as I was watching this movie, I was like, man, I have seen that ghoul so many times before. And I realized that it's uh, what a lot of movies will play. On, like, TV, oh, in the yeah, background, yeah, yeah, because it's public domain, so they ain't got to get rights to it. They're like, they're gonna be watching Carnival of Souls, yeah, yeah. That ghoul guy, <laughs> he shows up a lot. Same with um, House on Haunted
1: Hill, that woman screaming that you've seen in like everything, you've seen that clip in every freaking thing ever. Um, but there's like a woman screaming, ah! like, that's
0: from House on Haunted Hill.
1: Uh, <laughs> I did a that very like good amazing. impersonation of it.
0: <laughs> no, you did perfect. It was we'll exact. That, Insta. that was exactly <laughs> what it was.
1: It's kind of like the Wilhelm um, Wilhelm scream. Is that what it's called?
0: The Wilhelm scream? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah uh, it's kind of yeah. like that. Like you just see that woman screaming over and over and over and everything. Like I, it was even in uh, Freakazoid. They used it for scream-o-vision every time. <laughs> every time something <laughs> happened on the show it was like scream Aah! it was that woman um they also use footage of um elijah cook in um from uh house, ha- house on haunted hill you see the visual of him getting scared a lot um and elijah cook of course was in the stanley kubrick film
0: oh there it is a
1: killing <laughs> uh- <laughs> which we've done We've done. Yes, We've done. you can go back and listen to that and ta- uh, hear about Elijah Cook. Um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, you know, a lot of public domain stuff. You're learning a lot today, kids. <laughs> it's an educational That's the, the podcast. The boring
0: side of uh, a <laughs> <of>
1: film. <laughs> hey, you gotta learn somewhere. We could have worked for that industrial film company that that Harvey did. We told we could have made a film about his film not having a copy I mean
0: like I think we still can especially since it's public domain we could just keep cutting back just, to it
1: we could just yeah cut I mean we could just put us talking like and just keep cutting back to the movie yeah. in this scene <laughs> she steps forward
0: <laughs> or we can have like ourselves cut out like a like the twitch channels oh <laughs> oh we could
1: totally do like a face swap and I mm-hmm. could be the Google no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's not what I wanted. <laughs> oh, well, that'd be fun too. Or no. But you I, know what? I could we be could the do girl. a face swap too. Let's <laughs> let's do the face swap. And we could redo all the dialogue too. So, <laughs> Ooh, that would be fun. That would actually be really fun. Oh, Mark. that would so be So what fun. would you rate this movie, Johnny?
1: I rate it pretty high. I like it a lot. I would say eight toes.
0: Oh, right on, right on, right yeah. on.
1: Yeah. What I... about you?
0: Well, I was thinking a six and a half. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. Six that and works. a half or a seven. Yeah. I dug it. I I dug it. Yeah. Cool. As I was watching it, I was like, mm. and then afterwards I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like a chore, but then it wasn't. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) it It was also only like it was only 77 minutes yeah i actually barely any time at all i have seen
1: the original cut because back in the day the dvd criterion had both i'm very mad that the blu-ray didn't but um (laughs) i can't remember what the hell was in it though i don't think it was very significant but um i was just mad that they didn't include it because that's like any literally any of those things like that that piss me off. It's like I'm never actually going to watch that other version of it, but
0: I want to know that I can. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same. I want the option. I mean, obviously unless it's Ari, Ari Aster's Midsummer, I want the 4-hour cut. I watched the 3-hour cut, I need the 4-hour. <laughs> I need more hours.
1: Um, <laughs> I was going to say it's it's kind of like Criterion's um uh, what was it, uh, Satiricon I, this one actually does piss me off though, Satyricon. they finally got on Criterion Collection on Blu-ray of all things, thank God But and it looks stunning but they only included the Italian language track and I was like um, this was like one of Fellini's very famously first English language films because he got like English speaking actors to play all the main parts and he wrote it in English so it was like um why do we not have the English language track for this and I was kinda yeah pissed.
0: that seems weird
1: it was very weird and I don't know what the it has to have been like a rights situation but I ended up buying the um British I think it's British Film Institute or no it's right there it's Eureka but it's like a British Blu-ray and they had uh, the English language track but I'm sort of pissed about that too because I bought it I got an all region player so I could watch it (laughs) and it's like slightly off I mean just slightly it's like oh man you guys are really pissing me off (laughs) Like, Criterion didn't do it you did do it but now it's like slightly off so it's like not in sync perfectly with their lip movement ugh those but it is—it is a nice um, enhancement over the old MGM DVD, for sure.
0: Did it? Did it also offer? And I doubt it did the colorized version of it. Of what? Oh wait, you were talking about Fellini. I was thinking about uh, *Carnival of Souls*. Oh, is there a colorized version of this? Yeah, there's. They just colorized it. Oh, and I didn't so know that. It looks like it looks like it's just like a colorized filter over the whole film. Sometimes you'll see like gray spots. Still. Oh, they um, they actually did. I I just read that, and I never noticed
1: it before. So I, I kind of want to rewatch it again for like the millionth time. But
0: the Red Sunset.
1: Yeah, they have um, they kind of did it like a silent film where they put filters on it for certain things. Um, and I never realized that. I don't I don't know why I never realized that, but I never realized it. I so now I kind of want to watch it again just to see. What they're talking about, because I don't remember a significant change. I don't think it was plenty of
0: versions all over YouTube.
1: Yeah, well, I have the Criterion Blu-ray, man. (laughs) I also I'm
0: talking about that colorized business. So you're talking about like they actually colorized it? Yes.
1: Okay, that's not what I was talking about. No, no, I was talking about silent film filters of some sort. Like I think whenever she's in a fantasy sequence, they put like a slight cheyenne filter on it or something or cyan oh, okay. how
0: to kind of
1: to kind of give the impression that it's not of this world at this point
0: yeah like when she can't hear anybody yeah or and then mm-hmm. no, nobody can hear her
1: oh yeah i forgot about that oh this is such a good movie
0: <laughs> people really should watch
1: this one <laughs> i'm having flashbacks to all the good stuff um anyway So yeah, that's Carnival of Souls. We should move on to Peeping Tom. Poor people, they're waiting. Peeping
0: Tom, which is like, I think it's one of my favorites. I think Peeping Tom is. I really dig Peeping Tom.
1: Yeah, it's a really good film. It's
0: got to be on a list. It's got to be on a list that I have. I don't have lists, but you know what? I'll create a letterbox list for movies like Damn. Oh, you're talking no, about the. the uh, oh, you're <laughs> talking
1: about the program. The I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm, yeah. I'm,
0: I'm,
1: <laughs> the listeners can't see, but I'm like adjusting because my.
0: He's adjusting. Like my legs
1: lot. are so sweaty right now. It's so gross.
0: Now, I I meant Letterboxd, as in the, the uh the site or the application. <laughs> yes. For uh, logging movies and doing reviews, which and we creating we, a whole lot of lists.
1: We are both on there. We should create um. A one-foot one account? Foot
0: one? Yeah, uh, I have a list of all of our stuff that we've done in order on there. Oh, wow. But that's about, like, as one foot as we get. I also have a list of stuff I, I want to pick from. Like, I intend to pick from to oh to, to, do, to do in the, do the future. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we should I have definitely. To, I have a to-do list.
1: I think we should do a, a one-foot. Oh, but wait yeah. a minute. We can, we can only rate the movie once, though. And they have a different star rating. Because I was gonna say yeah, it'd be fun if you could see our ratings f- from each of us. They could
0: just look at. We can just tag ourselves in the top bit so they can see. Our, oh yeah, yeah. We, they can like in the our... profile or the description, there because we both have Letterboxd accounts. Well, we both have
1: Letterboxd accounts. <laughs> um, in fact, you made me kind of reopen mine because I hadn't used it in a long time. I was like, oh, I yeah, love it. I, I love those sweet sweet stats. Well, I didn't really have any friends that cared, so I was like, "Who cares?"
0: <laughs> like everything nah, else. I dig it. I want to know um, what my friends are watching, and that's how I what knew they you watched Mulan.
1: It. I was like, I texted <laughs> text you. I was like, "Did you watch Mulan?" <laughs>
0: that's right. I keep that diary up to date. <laughs> I do too. Every time I watch a movie, I rate it.
1: Um, in fact, there's a few that I just watched that are fan freaking tastic, and I feel like people should watch them. Um, but we'll discuss some of that after we're done recording because I want to talk right, to you we will. about something, um, <laughs> something for the the show eventually. But anyway, not the point. So, uh, yeah, Tom. I'm going to
0: make a list. Uh, movies like Damn, Peeping Tom's going to be on it because mm-hmm. that's how I feel.
1: Yeah. Well, this is a a Michael Powell film, um, and I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm not in. Uh, What am I saying to you? Because I love Powell and Pressburger films But Michael Powell as a director alone. Because I don't think Pressburger Had much to do with this one uh, If at all If I'm correct Let me see here I I don't know Michael Powell Hold on Michael Powell
0: For those who don't know um, Was a, uh, a Beloved director of the time in uh the uk he did uh the red shoes i think is what he's uh best known for well that's what i'm talking about
1: so the red shoes is a pal and pressburger film so they both i mean i think michael might have been the actual director for maybe all of them but when you talk about most of those films you you combine them like it's pal and pressburger because they're like the team that came up with it and did it. Um, I'm not sure how to equate that to somebody else these days. Oh, maybe like the Wachowskis.
0: I was just going to say. Yeah.
1: Like, it's kind yeah. of like that. Like, it's it's two people that are doing it, but not, they don't always do the same jobs. Or yeah, Fargo, the, the Cohen like brothers.
0: The Duplass brothers, too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, there's a bunch of them.
1: <laughs> we can equate a bunch of people to it. Um, yeah, it a great deal. They're all of those people of their time. But, um, but yes, Red Shoes, obviously, is yeah, yeah one of their best. Uh, Black Narcissus, um, A Matter of Life and Death, um, Life and Death of Colonel Blimp, which is a really fascinating film. I still don't understand what the hell I saw, but I loved it. <laughs> I owned it.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I still. it. Yeah, Pressburger movie. was not involved on Peeping Tom.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. They Tom had. Was... I think they had a falling out at some point.
0: Maybe. Maybe after he did this movie. No. 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 Well, no, because
1: obviously <laughs> it would have been if he did it alone without Pressburger, then their falling yeah. out happened before that. But this well, film kind of ruined his career, though, for sure. Yes. Yes. Um,
0: and as we said at the beginning of the podcast, it came out two months before uh, Psycho Mm -hmm. and is regarded as, like, one of the first slashers or the first slasher.
1: I think it is considered the first slasher.
0: Yeah. And when I, first of all, the title, Peeping Tom, I was like, I don't want to watch that. That sounds gross. I don't want to see the male's gaze as he, like, murders women after he's, like, peeping on them and, like, there's, like, whatever friggin' excuse For it and like, it's a different time. Like, I don't want to see that. Yeah. And then when I finally like watched the movie, I was like, oh, damn.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's, I I, honestly, I think I'm in the same boat because I, I mean, it it was one of those, especially knowing Pal and Pressburger, that I was like, oh, well, yeah, I'd watch that. Like, I remember it being on maybe Netflix way early, like when Netflix first started um, streaming. And I remember it being on there, but the cover art for the original Criterion release is the one that they used for a lot of it. And it is very unattractive. Like it does not,
0: yeah. it, it looks so like,
1: it's not one that I would have splurged like, to purchase. Cause I was like, well, that looks dumb. Like, I don't want to watch that crap.
0: Yeah. It, it looks like something that'd be plastered up in like a dirty alley.
1: Yeah. It was very unappealing. Um, bad job criterion because you did not sell this movie with with a good cover and the movie's beautiful the movie is spectacular oh and there's a a correction here um i keep saying that it's a technicolor film but it is not a technicolor film it is an (gasps) eastman color film um that's that's right yeah which I mean, it's just another kind of coloration, but, but it's still uh, in the same vein as um, like a typical Palin and Pressburger Technicolor film because it looks like one. It does not look yeah. like a typical other person film of some
0: kind. Yeah, it's clean, vibrant. It could have been a musical.
1: Yeah. It, <laughs> like, it could have just could been, have been
0: an MGM mu- musical. I was waiting the the way for someone to start
1: singing and dancing.
0: There, was a, there was, a, was a bit of oh, a yeah, dancing. Oh, yeah, there was. And was that Mora? Oh, we didn't describe, uh, we didn't say what it was about. Oh, yeah. What is this about, Ashley? <laughs> uh, it's about a dude who, uh, who films the death of uh, women to capture their fear. He's like trying to capture fear on camera and creating, I don't know, like some documentary on the human condition regarding fear. Yeah, something Something his father started. Oh yeah, because uh, it was
1: footage of him being like kind of, I guess, tortured by his father on film
0: in different ways. Yeah, well, that's I think that's the footage he had and that he was sharing with um, Helen. Yeah, and then he like he catches feelings for for a young a young lass who is also a delight an absolute delight the man films um like movie stars as well as um women who pose for like not playboy but like you know like nudie photos to be sold discreetly in gas stations
1: oh this was one of the first um films to have full frontal uh female nudity
0: yeah but that and
1: i don't know i can't remember there being any so it I can't. I don't think that footage has ever been restored. Was it? Is it? Is there a full frontal in this one?
0: Yeah. Oh, then I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um before (gasps) he even the beginning of this film.
1: Oh, we didn't even talk about that. It's just talk about it. The
0: beginning. I want you to know the first time I saw this movie, when we we open up on a um a prostitute on a street corner. Uh, You know, like through the lens of a camera, and it's. I was like, "Ugh, here it is. This is awful. (laughs) (laughs) Like this is just gonna be some creepy stuff." And like, she's like, "That'll be two quid." And they go upstairs. Uh, And when they go upstairs, Johnny, when we see the back of her legs and she has the stockings with the line up them, I thought of your mother.
1: My mother.
0: Yeah, because you told me that she used to paint the line on the back of her. Uh, oh, that was on the back of her legs. That was
1: my grandmother. That was my dad. Oh mom. man!
0: Well, I yeah. thought of your mom.
1: Well, she <laughs> she'd probably be happy. Actually, she wouldn't. I doubt she ever did that. But
0: <laughs> you she... saw a prostitute and <laughs> thought of me? <laughs> How dare you? Uh, she... Yeah, that was, like, my, that was my that uh, was
1: my my dad's mother told us that story that she could. Well, a lot of women did that. They couldn't afford. Yes. Uh, stockings, especially during the war when it was like rationed, nylon was rationed, so you you couldn't get them. Um, but you would paint the line up the back of your legs so that it looked like you were wearing them. And I believe you might like you know use a powder or something on your legs to make it look yeah, like you so might. I don't know, smear. But the line was important because the line meant you had stockings on. Yes. But um, no, I was just going to say the the set. I mean, it's, oh, it's like, it's almost like Danny Elfman's opening to Dick Tracy or not Danny Elfman. Uh, I mean, Danny Elfman (laughs) scored that for sure. (laughs) I don't know why Danny Elfman was (laughs) like, Danny Elfman did all of Dick Tracy. Um, The, the matte paintings and how it pans over, like it reminded me a lot of that. Like it was, it's very um, fake, but it's gorgeously fake It's like oh that's the kind of Why don't we live in a world that looks like it's from a, An old Technicolor film Like
0: it's give or me all a, of that. Or a non-Technicolor or, the, the Well movies. you know what I mean <laughs> I know it's not but
1: You understand what I'm saying I think maybe yeah.
0: oh, It's like beautiful right out the gate Oh yeah Including that set Just all of it yeah, and we, we uh we meet the we meet the Tom. We meet uh Mike Mike? Not Dick or Harry, just Tom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mark.
1: Mark. Oh, is that Powell. his actual name?
0: In the in the film? In the yeah, movie? Mark. Oh, mm-hmm. do you know where the
1: term peeping tom comes from?
0: Lady uh Lady Godiva. Lady Godiva. Look at you. Yeah, I had a I had a boss who liked to talk about the naked lady riding on a horse that yes. we sold chocolate to. It's Frank.
1: <laughs> was that really Frank? Yeah.
0: <laughs> we sold Godiva at work. Oh yeah. That's funny. <laughs> he, was my, he was my boss for a bit. <laughs> spoke of Um, uh, wildly inappropriate things Um, I mean that's
1: (laughs) sounds like me at work whatever um no no sexual harassment I also
0: worked for you you spoke of wildly inappropriate things
1: I actually did yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: sexual harassment videos made by an industrial company Um, (laughs) (laughs) that UPS guy came in here and what you expect me not to say anything (laughs)
1: look at that package (laughs) I did the bend and snap. Hello. I learned it from a movie, an
0: industrial film about lawyers. Um, (laughs) What a different vibe Legally Blonde would have been had it been an industrial film.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, can we make that movie? I would probably watch that. I would totally watch that.
0: Um, So,
1: oh yeah. So then he, he murders people. yeah Um, yeah, he
0: murders people and with his uh, sticky
1: thing the spiky sticky doodad
0: yeah throughout the film when we see the women we see it from well not even from mark's perspective we see like the the shining light the reflection on them oh yeah because yeah Yeah, the light we're like what are they afraid of and it isn't until later when he shows um, Helen, his lady friend, what it is. And Helen, she's so sweet. Like, yeah, Mark's, like, hanging out with, like, these, like, like women who are, like, professionally beautiful. Mm-hmm. And Helen is just, like, this, like, just, like, a small brunette who happens to live downstairs who is very interested in him for some reason. And it's like, it's a very sweet relationship. And I wonder if that was part of why people hated the movie, because it was a movie where you kind of like the, the killer.
1: Yeah, I think that was part of the issue was that you sympathize with him way too much. Like with Psycho, right. I think you probably could have at some point like he, he made you think that you could. But then by the end, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, no, never mind. I can't.
0: I can't relate to that. Guy. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And for people who don't know, this movie um, was not well received so much that it was pulled from screens five days in. Five
1: days after, like, it was, yeah, it, like five days. Yeah, that's all. For five had.
0: days, and they were like, "No, nope,
1: <laughs> nope, not even your edits. Yeah, no." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, and it, did, it wasn't re-released until like way later. Yeah, it was I want to say Scorsese. Time. Yeah, I think Scorsese, Scorsese re-released both this one and *Carnival of Souls*. He he lists both as like some of his favorite films, and I think he had a hand in either re-releasing like a a higher quality version or like bringing them back to screen or the stage.
1: He he did. He um well he was huge in, I mean he still is, but he's he's huge with film restoration. And, um, I mean, I know we're going back onto another topic that it doesn't necessarily have to do with this, but Technicolor was mm-hmm. one of the things that he specifically went into have restored. Um, and he did a brilliant freaking job with it. Like, Because basically they couldn't just, well, I guess, I mean, technically, I guess modern days like now to present day, you could probably restore a Technicolor film possibly easier than they did back then I mean because he was doing this in what like the 80s early 90s yeah. kind of thing um mm-hmm. but he reopened um a facility for technicolor processing specifically um, just for the short window of time to restore technicolor films and then it closed again and that was it um so and of course, like I said, Palin Presper*, and he's obsessed with Palin. Like if you watch any Criterion Blu-ray of Palin Presper*, Martin is all over it. He's like, oh, I love <laughs> this film. It's my favorite film ever. Everybody should love this film. He's um, got a
0: lot of favorites. He
1: does not sound like that at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought it was a spitting
1: image. Oh, it's exact, that's exactly what Martin Scorsese sounds like. He is from the South. He is a a Southern Belle. A southern Belle. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite film of all time. I just love it so much. Um, he, yeah, but he he was heavily and obviously that's why this one w- would have been included, even though it's Eastman color. Uh, he would have restored it anyway because <laughs> it was a, a a Michael Powell film. So that you know, obviously, it was an extension of his love for Alan Pressburger. Um, but I think it. It's just so sad that I mean, I think nowadays you can't really do that anymore. You can't make a, a film so shocking that you're banned or anything like that. And it's so weird,
0: like I'm sure you I'm sure you can. It's just not something that I think that like I would want to see.
1: <laughs> like, well, I mean, I think at this point, if you did get something that was banned, it would be like, I mean, I don't even know what it would have to be to be banned these days i really don't i can't think i mean i know what was it the interview was
0: sort was that, of I thought banned. that was more of like a publicity situation
1: yeah i really and can't they were like remember stop it well i didn't watch it so i really don't know but i <laughs> i didn't have any interest in it to begin with so i really don't care
0: yeah it wasn't um it's i i watched it and it wasn't anything to retell
1: yeah i i had no interest from the get-go um i think that's the most recent one that i can think of though that was had a controversy about it but even that might not have been real i don't know the
0: south park episode um there was an issue with uh showing um who was it are you talking about the
1: the um, oh my god, I'm blanking. Scientology one,
0: no, I guess South Park did a few. Then South Park's <laughs> had a lot of controversy,
1: <laughs> I mean, that doesn't
0: surprise me. Um, um, it had, was it the Osama bin Laden one? Oh, I don't like, know. I don't know if it was banned, Uh, but they they, they, like tried to get it. I feel like that is,
1: that's what I'm saying though. I I think for American audiences or even British audiences, I I really don't think there's a whole lot that you can do that would get your film banned necessarily. I think um, in other countries, heck yeah, they're going to have a problem with your film. I mean, for sure. And they'll probably be banned in some countries. I mean what was it? There was somebody recently that was banned. And I thought it was so funny. It wasn't funny, but it was kind of funny. Well, no, well, I know Janet Jackson was banned for one of her albums in some countries. Um, But that was good Lord, that was a long time ago. That was her all for you album, which, (laughs) honestly, I think we should have banned part of that album too, because it was pretty gross, but uh, (laughs) pretty nasty. We don't hear that Janet. We don't need to hear you sucking on shlong. It's not cute.
0: Um, they, it was uh, the Prophet Muhammad that they. Um, I remember when they would play it; it had to be censored. Uh, the depiction of uh, Muhammad.
1: Oh wow! Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. But see, that's. But, what I mean, I'm they saying. they eventually
0: played it uncensored because it's South Park, and they were like, oh, "We have the right to freedom of speech, and we've got like a super buddies with like a bunch of different <laughs> religious figures."
1: But, yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I I don't. It's not as as like it used to be. We're not all prudes anymore. We're actually all assholes now. So it's <laughs> nothing's gonna shock <laughs> us. Um, in fact, me, I there's very few things that would shock me anymore. Um, I think film has definitely desensitized me in some odd way. Um,
0: there, well, there's also a different standard of like values too
1: yeah than there was back then i mean yeah for like, sure like i
0: mean you wouldn't you weren't allowed to play movies with like a woman leaving her husband without repercussions yeah, you sure. know
1: <laughs> i mean that's all fucked up but
0: oh i guess i guess there is right, still you know like like things like that like we're a bit more
1: well what is that movie uh, that got an N- was it nc-17 we just talked about it recently um Meryl Streep and Alec Baldwin.
0: Oh, uh, it's complicated. Yeah. And Steve Martin.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that one got a, a weird rating. Yeah, that
0: one, like, sat... They they released it with an R rating for uh, drug use. That was Without it. repercussions. Yeah, they smoked weed without repercussions. They didn't even talk... They didn't even say it was weed. It, was, it just looked like a funny cigarette.
1: Oh, my goodness. I mean, that's the kind of bullshit. I, but I, that's just... Sh- stupid i don't know whatever yeah that's
0: just like rating standards but like now we have uh like netflix and they don't go through nobody they don't (laughs) yeah we'll we'll stream it ourselves thank you i have
1: to say i have some complaints about them though because go ahead there have been times when i've been watching something on netflix and i'm sitting here thinking it's netflix Netflix. there should i don't want no censors of anything and there has been some things where they've censored like language on some things. And I'm thinking maybe because they think what family are gonna sit down and watch this together, like what?
0: No, that's Yeah. They might just have their own standard.
1: Maybe, but I wanna see penis. And I swear I saw something recently where there was like a penis censored and I was like, rude ass Netflix. Not showing the schwong. They still
0: gotta appeal to the public, I no. guess. Lame. Well, the public can shut the fuck up.
1: Everybody's got a I mean, I agree. Well, I agree. Look at Peeping Tom. Penis, peeping
0: of. Tom showed some titties, right? And they were like, absolutely not to the horror, but those titties, they, they can stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. Now there's boobs on, like, public television.
1: There are... Actually, British is kind of... Um, they're actually kind of cool with their television because... Uh, like, over here they'll censor things on when they broadcast it. Like, even um, uh, if it was uncensored in Britain, they would still censor it over here. Like, with yes. language and stuff. Um, like, Little Britain. Little Britain had a full frontal naked man like, walking out of his house in one of the episodes, and I was like, what? And that was just on television. That's like a thing. It's like, who yeah, cares? Yeah,
0: nudity isn't, like, such a, such a huge problem. The
1: only reason and it would be, it be censored... And this is true the only time that it would get censored is if um it's on bbc one because that is the channel that the queen watches so that's the one where you have to clean up your shit Um, in fact little britain specifically was originally on bbc i can't remember four or something and it got switched to bbc one because the queen heard about it and wanted to see it so they switched them to BBC One and then they had to start like, oh shit, the Queen's watching. Like, Cleaning
0: up their act. Clean up your act, y'all. You know, <laughs> Stop doing
1: that. those. Put a bar over that penis. Um, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, but I believe that's the only time they censor anything is when it's on BBC One for the Queen. Um, but anyway, whatever. But I, even like Japan, Japan has weird rules too. Like they'll show tits and vaginas, um, but I think asses are weird to them. Like they censor asses. Huh? And I, I, have no idea why. Like everybody's got an ass. Like I don't, I don't know why that would. <laughs> yeah, be and that. they
0: all look the same. They all
1: look pretty much the same. There's a butt, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just a crack down the middle. <laughs>
1: yeah, like okay, uh, but that's like a thing. Don't show no ass. I think, and y'all can correct us. You can write in and correct us if we're wrong. Please tell, yeah. Please tell
0: us. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but I feel like that is one of the things, like there's just weird things that like are odd in some countries, but not in others. I don't know. It's, it's very strange. Or yeah. Like uh, what was it? Uh, Madonna's sex book was one of them. That's an example. So in America, uh, obviously Madonna's sex book was just what it was. Everything was in it. But in the Japanese version, which was the original version I owned, was the Japanese version. And it had all kinds of things censored out of it. And I was like, this is weird. Including buttholes. Buttholes were airbrushed. You could not see a butthole. just be
0: like flat?
1: Yeah, it was just airbrushed out. Like you would have seen a little anus hole, but you didn't see it. Because like they a, airbrushed it.
0: Like a cartoon? Huh.
1: Yeah. Like just
0: a little right smooth on. nothing. He has no oh, hole. Poop comes from there, John. All Nobody right. can go in, nothing can come out. There's nothing. <laughs>
1: no wonder he's so fit. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, he can't eat. Um, he can only drink fluids. Yeah. So because <laughs> he had a penis, he had balls. Um, anyway, not the yeah, point. It's so
0: a liquid diet. Uh, So peeping Tom, yeah. Back to peeping Tom. Good Lord. So peeping Tom. That was like a peeping Tom. Yeah. So peeping Tom was, you know, they were like, get it out of here, get it, get it off out of our our screens. Get off of my stoop. (laughs) (laughs) And and then people didn't see it for like a a a good long time. Meanwhile, Psycho. And I I like peeping Tom a lot more than I like Psycho. I agree. And I I was a little I was a little upset when I finished the movie the first time, I was like, mm, what? Because I read the reviews. I read that it was like, that it was pulled off the screens and like, oh, and I thought I was going to watch some like gross, like snuff, whatever. Yeah. And I honestly thought that it was going to be that. Cause that was my understanding. Yeah, they too. called it like, what are, what are the quotes? Like beastly, mm-hmm. <laughs> like horrific. It's like, oh, I had them written down somewhere. I
1: mean, as far as we're concerned, in 2020, or even I don't know, 30 years, you know, the last 30 years, this is like slightly above Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Like it's not like it's not like there's a whole bunch in here that you would be censoring out. It's just and there's even not the, even gore. No, there's not even like you don't really. I mean, you don't see any of the killing. Is there any blood? I can't remember
0: any blood. No. No, and like that, and that's something I thought about. I was like, the whole um, shower scene in Psycho had the blood running down the drain. And like, don't get me wrong, Hitchcock often uses uh, techniques that allow for the imagination mm-hmm. to like fill in those blanks. Yes, and Peeping Tom definitely left you a lot of imagination, especially since it, it wouldn't reveal what, yeah, the how he was, how he actually, was killing actually killing these
1: people. you didn't know that until later. Um, right, and even when I, I have to say now, I obviously I love the film, but I have to say it was a little bit like, oh, that's what he's doing. Oh well, <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. I guess if I was I in think, the situation, I'd probably be unhappy. I think
0: that would be horrifying. Not like me freezing, staring, and screaming horrifying, but like I like that somebody would want me to watch myself as I died. Oh yeah, because wasn't that. Was that part of it that they could see themselves or something? Yes, yes. Like he, like he had a mirror over the. That's what the, the lens. The, that was the, the. Yes. Okay. That's the reflection. Yeah. Yes. That you okay. see, like that. The reflection that's captured on film is from the the mirror. So he's like, he first rouses up these women, and then pulls out his. Uh, like the leg to his tripod, Shwall. which has a blade at the end of it, <laughs> and, and makes them watch themselves die, which I think is a pretty like disgusting I, I would way, say, to, <laughs> way to go. The thing that,
1: I mean, I get it, and I get that it is, it is what it is. But I would say, like, and maybe this is just me, but if I was in the situation, it just seems so bulky for him, especially back then, because cameras are not like light tripods yeah. were and not he like liked. kept
0: it on him at all times oh, yeah, yeah, and he oh, had yeah, a he small one <laughs>
1: <just was> like... <laughs> don't tell him that girl don't you tell him he had a small
0: one <laughs> but like um... <laughs> he had he had it like under his trench coat and filming like the the first scene it was under his trench coat and he like was approaching the sex he worker out and out his stick he eventually whipped out his stick and she was like no that wasn't part of the deal (laughs) Um,
1: but i would say i would say well maybe he yeah he did kind of carry it so i guess he's used to it
0: yeah it was like well even when um when he and helen went out for i i want to say it was like a date oh
1: yeah he left his camera behind for like the first time ever
0: yeah, and that was like a very sweet moment for the audience. Yeah, uh, where he didn't bring his killing device. How yeah, he, he he didn't want he didn't want to film her. Yeah, and but she took it from him, like he let go of it, and we saw him like hand it over to the police, and he was like still like uncomfortable with the police touching it, you know. Yeah. Like he was like very like very possessive, but when she took it, she was like, Ooh. "It's I'm sorry if uh." If I overstepped, but it's like it's about to be, um, it's it's going to attach to you like a limb.
1: Yeah, you
0: never left without it. And when they leave, there is a situation where there's two people like making out around the corner, and he stops and he goes to like reach for his camera.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. And then she's like, she's like, she sees it, and she knows, like, like little Helen, he day one day one she's like oh i would love to see one of your movies (laughs) and he shows her this torture film his father did of him in his childhood (laughs) oh which which by the way um so i
1: don't forget that is uh michael powell and his real life son and that was one of the criticisms that the film got was that. that he tortured his son to make the film and of course His son later in life Or whatever was like that's completely Ridiculous like he did not torture Me it was fine (laughs) I'm perfectly well Adjusted
0: I thought it was uh I thought it was sweet how How Helen reacted because She was like that's not okay Like this is this is terrible This is awful why are you showing me This that's abuse yeah but but She wasn't she didn't Was Helen who is Who plays Helen I don't know, but she's very, she's a very, very, very familiar face. But she she was also like, that wasn't supposed to happen to you. You know, she wasn't like, you're sick. I got to go. She was just kind of like, you know, that's like not normal.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, like you poor thing. Why'd your father throw lizards on you? <laughs> and what was that reflection? Why is he shining a light in your eyes? Which tells us that he also had a mirror and made his son watch himself be terrified. Yeah. yeah. Kind of sad. But yeah, so, but Helen, like, took his camera and, like, tossed it away. And he was like, oh, I feel so, feel so groovy and great. But, like, man, he's got to, like,. Like, got to like have like a like a kink in that neck or like an indent from that strap in his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz those cameras are big.
1: The big ass camera.
0: Yeah. Did you look her up? Yeah, I did. Figure out where yeah. she's from? Uh um... no. Uh, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she looks very familiar, <laughs> but no, I mean, I didn't dig too deep and I went to get too distracted. Um and then I was seeing photographs from this film and I was like, "Oh, it's so pretty." <laughs> it's so it really is so it's a beautifully Photographed film it's so pretty um, <clears throat> Yeah so In the end he doesn't He doesn't kill her
0: No No he doesn't want to His um, Her, her Mother because they live in the same Building the building he owns Oh yeah she rents a room Or whatever yeah and she says he's always running around like he uh like he hasn't paid the rent (laughs) which i think is funny because he's a very like reclusive dude and i was like what a way to describe a person like they don't want to like be caught (laughs) they're like running upstairs locking themselves in their room before anyone can ask them for money
1: i also feel like he's the kind of guy that if you hadn't paid rent he probably wouldn't notice (laughs) he'd be like I didn't yeah, realize. He,
0: well, he was like is it too expensive if it's too expensive let me know and I'll tell the agents and she's like it's super cheap don't raise the rent <laughs> it's fine <laughs> like, like she's like it's wildly affordable <laughs> in fact it's too affordable
1: I'm a little special actually she wasn't but whatever I would be, be like um this this building is called Peeping Tom for what
0: reason now <laughs> <laughs> what holes are in the wall? <laughs> yeah, and there was none of that. It no. was more like voyeurism. Yeah. It was he was just making a documentary. But yeah, so he uh, he uh, killed the movie star on yes. the set yes. and he stuck her in the trunk, which I loved that scene because of the dancing. Obviously. So that would have been
1: that's there. Moira more more Moira more Moira Moira Shearer. That was her. who She's in this film. Vivian, is that her name in the movie? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't yeah. notice that when I watched this the first time. What do you mean? That Moira like was the, in this she, movie.
0: <laughs> and she was also in uh she was also in a, the red shoes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Famously. And yeah. in um uh Black Narcissus and Tales of Hoffman. She is a dancer.
0: Yes. She was uh, yeah it was a delightful scene Oh, and she, kept she does. telling him that he uh, he didn't scare her
1: See I think that's the problem with this film is that I keep thinking this is early Michael Powell but it's late Michael Powell and that's why That's right. I don't think I recognized her as well cuz she does look older not in a bad way. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that's not I I clearly did not recognize her. I don't know why. That's weird though that I wouldn't have recognized her. Very strange. Very
0: strange. God, this is such a pretty movie. I'm looking at really stills is. again. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so he uh, he he murders he murders a uh, Moira. He murders Vivian. Uh, stuffs her in a trunk, and then goes to work the next day, and then films the reaction of people finding her, and then films the investigation portion like everyone's being interviewed and i guess he didn't expect that part to be a part of the investigation because in the beginning he was like filming the investigation for the, um for the first woman oh yeah like, that's right oh, like what newspaper are you here with and he's like the the, the observer like a oh, wink at the camera <laughs> wink wink
1: i'm the observer <laughs>
0: my name is peep and Tom. Yeah, but then he, like, messed up the shot. The lighting wasn't correct, and he had to do it again. He had to kill another person, and when he killed the next person was the, the woman he was photographing, the the nudies. Not the one with the cleft lip. Yeah. um, yeah. The other one. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when we saw nudes, she was, like, taking off her, her clothes for the photos, and then he killed her. For her boudoir photos. Mm-hmm. And then the, I guess, I guess the mother-in-law had come up, and she was like, I've been in this room before, and she's blind. And he was like, huh? But she lives in the room below. And so she can hear him like fussing around with his uh movie projector. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. and he's like towards the end of it and people are catching on because like now he's not being careful. Well, I don't know that he ever was too careful. It seemed like he wanted to be caught because of the investigation bits where it's like mark are you crazy and he's like yeah do you think they'll notice <laughs> or he was like he was like starting to show his colors because he was like super pumped about the whole situation he really was it was hard
1: for him to to conceal
0: oh sorry yeah, that he was like,
1: almost like a sherlock in the the newer sherlock um with benedict cumberbatch like he just gets so excited about the crimes he's like oh this is fun <laughs> and they're like wait yeah. a minute uh you didn't do this did you <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> no. yeah they're like uh what was it like suppose they'll catch you uh like about him like filming the interviews and mm. such and he's like oh they will they look very efficient <laughs> Just so excited that they're going to see his film because it's like he's making a film that's meant to be seen. Yeah, and he realizes he also is talking to a therapist. Like towards the end, after he and Helen go on that little date, he he talks to a therapist or not a therapist, a scientist, a colleague of his father's, and he was talking about voyeurism and peeping toms and how it can be cured but then you know homeboy was a little too deep a little too deep and the the final shot because you know that movie he had to do it he had to finish it for helen for some reason <laughs> yeah and so he uh, he ran into his own uh, his own tripod penis. leg oh and i'm yeah. sorry oh yeah no 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 it was definitely a penis he was definitely <laughs> penetrating all these women
1: absolutely that that was obvious very metaphorical
0: yeah, like Dang. we saw. We, we saw did it again. all of his oh.
1: wiener. <laughs> There's a lot of wiener in this movie.
0: Very pointy. Very pointy wiener.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I'm not gonna say something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I knew somebody with a pointy wiener, but I won't I won't name names. It wasn't cute though. <laughs>
0: You're Gonna jab my eye without you peeping Tom. Get
1: out of my face.
0: Did we? I just told you I knew what it was. Did we ever say what peeping Tom like the, Did we tell the story of Lady Godiva and peeping Tom?
1: Oh, well, we knew what it was, but I guess we didn't tell the people. Um, no, everybody when she was gonna ride naked through the town, uh, she told or everybody was told not to look like. Uh, I don't know why. I, I don't know too much about the whole story, but.
0: It had to have been for like taxes or something, right?
1: I don't know. It was like, something she, weird. She like told
0: her husband to do something and he was like, nah. And she was like, all right, so I'm just going to, yeah, to uh, persuade her husband to alleviate the harsh taxes on the town's poor. Mm. And so the townsfolk agreed not to look, but little boy Tommy. Looked. He peeped. With yeah. his little and then eye. he was turned to stone. Uh, was he
1: really? No he wasn't. No, that's just Medusa. <laughs> we're we're combining <laughs> mythology here. Actually, was Lady a real? Wasn't she? I don't I know. Now I'm wondering.
0: No, I think she is. So why is she on the chocolate? Is she also was Belgian? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you just making that up, or is that true?
0: It's Belgium chocolate. <laughs> uh, well, I mean,
1: that doesn't mean she was Belgian.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, gosh, that's funny. Ooh. I'm
0: yawning. Sorry, guys. I'm just looking. Oh. <laughs> Documented is the wife of the Earl of uh, Moshe. Patron of various churches, monasteries, coventry, taxation of her husband, historical figure. Uh, She might not be Belgium. (laughs) Oh, lady. I don't know. I don't know her, her chocolate history.
1: (laughs) Why, why? Why they named the chocolate after her? Yeah. I feel like I've heard that before, but I don't,
0: I can't think of What do you mean? It's, I mean, the logo is her riding naked on the horse.
1: No, I know that, but I, I can't remember. I, I feel like I've heard the story of why Godiva Chocolate is named after her. Like, there is a reason, I think, but I can't
0: remember It was remember in, why. Uh, by the Drapes family who opened their first shop in the Grand Place in Brussels under its present name in honor of the legend Lady Godiva.
1: Oh, so it wasn't something.
0: Yeah, so they like, were like. And they were like, We like the we like her. She a cool, bitch. She's a nice lady. Let's make chocolate. Yeah, she wanted she wanted <laughs> to alleviate us from our harsh taxes. So we're lady gonna spell Godiva. expensive chocolate in her name. Chocolate at your feet. Wonder if you'll ever see that beeping tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you rate this movie? Uh go for another eight yeah eight yeah i'd give it an eight and a half or a nine i'd say i got gotcha. you we're both you. like nodding, yeah, <laughs> <we're> both nodding. <laughs> poor
1: yeah. audio listeners i'm sorry there's no video of this anywhere so don't look on the internet
0: <laughs> <laughs> i know i keep saying it like there is i know and i know people look for it <laughs> 'Cause I'll get angry texts. <laughs> There's no video of you. I
1: did They're think like, about oh, I did sorry. think about that. I can't remember what for. It's probably when I couldn't sleep. But I thought we should we should do a video for something, but I can't remember what it was for.
0: For Christmas? For Halloween and we dress up in costume?
1: Maybe, but No, there was something very specific and I was like, Oh, we should definitely make that into a like we have a youtube channel put it on our youtube channel but i can't remember what it was what i was thinking about but whatever well, i don't know we can we we'll, we'll we'll do a video at some point maybe i mean yeah we should i guess show the kids what we look like and all of our gross. facial
0: expressions gross was to my burp not to what we look like
1: oh thanks i look like <laughs> george lucas
0: yeah I wrote, we matched today i wrote a With song
1: purple. no i'm not I'm not
0: wearing purple. You look purple. Oh my God. What? I look purple? I said it and I'm not taking it back. Ah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> if you want <laughs> to find us out there in the, in the internet wilderness. world, in the inter wilderness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Into interness. Interness. Uh, you can find us at uh, One Foot Podcast. <laughs> on instagram on twitter which we don't really post on twitter honestly like, at all uh,
1: my twitter thing is not logged into it and i keep forgetting to do it so it
0: literally just posts our episodes it just, i think it auto,
1: auto posts our episodes it auto posts that we I apologize about it. kids if you have been yeah, well you know
0: what like maybe maybe we'll we'll get we'll get hip with it uh or maybe we'll hire like a a, a youth to do it for some us some
1: youth to do a tiktok <laughs> video of us TikToking do you know i have a TikTok and people actually follow it i'm like what what are you doing (laughs) i'm old i have no clue what i'm doing on this thing fantastic
0: (laughs) so one foot podcast on instagram one foot on the ground on facebook one foot podcast at gmail.com should you want to write in any suggestions concerns Fact check us, that'd be super cool. Yeah, or oh. open to feedback. Fact check feedback. us, tell me if, if Japan still doesn't like booties. I want to yeah. know
1: that'd be a fun fact to know. That would be a very fun fact to know. Um, yeah, also kids. Oh crap, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, wow, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. I don't think we've said that in a very long
0: time. Oh yeah, do those things because those, those give us like visibility and like give us means it means something to it, us and it's free. It's free. You don't even have to pay for it.
1: That's what I understand about people. If we're giving you things for free, and you don't have to pay, that's like gifts. We're giving you gifts. <laughs>
0: so give us the gift of five stars. So give us the
1: gift of five stars and a review, a little. Hey 99 yeah, well, and a ho. Nice. In fact like to read those. That would be those funny. You should just put Hey 9090 nani and a ho 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 as your text for a review. And I will gladly accept it as long as it has five stars.
0: <laughs> I'll be like, Hey 9090 and a ho ho ho. What are we watching next week?
1: Oh, I totally don't remember. Um, it's some horror movie and another horror movie.
0: That's right. Oh, look at me. (laughs) Look at you. You nailed it. You're watching Dracula. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Dracula AD 1972. Thank you. 1972. And Phantom of
1: the Paradise. Not Phantom of Paradise. Which is not a movie. Because I miss...
0: No, but as I was trying to, like, look for it, it kept redirecting it back to, like, any of our typos just like brought it back to the movie that i picked thank
1: goodness people yeah. uh yeah phantom of the paradise i've that's skipped the right. the and i'm sorry but guess what kids i am not redoing that thing again again i don't even remember what i did that for what was that for oh for a post was- on instagram and facebook yeah, that's
0: right it was yeah so <laughs> i'm i'm super pumped i haven't seen i haven't seen your pick yet i have not seen dracula ad and yeah, I haven't too. seen uh,
1: your pick yet. And I can't
0: remember where it's playing. Where's it playing at? Uh, Phantom kids. of the Paradise will be on Shutter. Dracula AD 1972 will be on Criterion. Yes. And you can rent it on Amazon if you don't want to give Criterion your money for one flick.
1: You know, you could do a free trial, kids. Just saying. Use yeah. your novels. Use your noodles. You can do I mean, a free yeah, trial I mean, that, and then just cancel
0: true. it. Or I mean, maybe you like it. Or maybe you love the Criterion collection. Shutter's like five bucks. And you're like, yeah. Shutter's like five dollars a month. If it was, if
1: it was like Disney, it was like four ninety nine. I'd tell you just to get the damn thing. But Criterion yeah. is a little bit pricier for their service. Yeah, but
0: Criterion has something that I miss, like going from Blu rays and home video to streaming. Mm-hmm. The one thing I do miss sometimes is special features. And Criterion Uh, offers special features on their site.
1: Yeah, Criterion is very good at that. Um, I was very happy to know that when I got the streaming service. Um, They do have a lot of their Criterion titles. They have a whole section called, um, what is it, like the ones that are in the collection that you can purchase physically. They'll have, oh, Criterion Edition, I think it's what it's called. And in the edition, I'm using fingers again to quote, um, It has all the special features that would be on that Blu-ray, the visual special features, obviously not the essays that you can read in the booklet, but they have all of the commentaries, they have the interviews, they have the behind the scenes, they have all that stuff. So uh, it's pretty fantastic when they do that. And this is a bonus thing. And I can't remember if I ever said this on the podcast before, but it's kind of important. If they have a film that is no longer on the collection, but they have a a commentary for, That they own the rights to when this film is streaming on their service they will put the commentary version on there too so you can finally see it with the commentary which is rare like Laserdisc ones that they have that you can Mm -hmm. no longer see Um, I did that with um, shit what was it a Ray Harryhausen film that they used to have on the collection on Laserdisc but they don't have it on DVD or Blu-ray but they have a Commentary by Ray Harryhausen. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you watch it with that. <laughs> um, oh, I can't remember which one it was. Whatever, who cares? It was amazing. Um, but yeah.
0: So do the things and watch the things and come back to us watch next week. watch the things. Yeah. And we'll see we'll see you then. Oh, yes. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Baby Tom. Wiener? Wieners, wieners.